Welcome to Reality and Talks. My name is Gary McGuey, high school practice leader for Franklin Covey Education. Each week, we're here to take on the real challenges of teen life. Let's talk. Welcome everyone to Reality and Talks. Today's topic, mental health and wellness. Let's meet today's panel. On the call today, we have Ashna, we have Nyla, we have Brenda, and we have Orhe. Team, thanks for joining us today on this very powerful, poignant discussion. So let's start off with, I'm just curious, when you hear the term mental health and wellness, what initially comes to mind? When I hear mental health, I like to think, are you okay? How are you feeling mentally? And if you're not okay, that's fine. You just have to figure out how to get your way through it by identifying with those feelings. Whenever I hear mental health, I always think about like mental illnesses. Um, yeah. Uh, when I hear mental health, I think about like how happy you are right now, how you're dealing with your emotions and how stressed you are. And if you realize that. When I think of mental health and mental well-being, I think of not only how about how you're feeling right now, but how you're coping with it, like Brenda said, and if you're identifying it, and if you're like logically in it, like there's a thing they say, it's like, I'm there, but I'm not there. That's kind of like how I think of mental health for some people. Like you realize you're there, but are you really there, you know? Yeah. Team, is there, um the word is a stigma when we hear of someone who is who is having some mental health um, well-being challenges is there a, is there a negative stigma to that absolutely i don't know why we came to this conclusion around mental health and mental well-being but there's like this stigma that if you have like depression or like anxiety or like some other thing that like your environment has induced on you oh you're weak oh no you can't do this oh no you can't do that you're too sad or you're no like come on y'all we can do better than this <laughs> i agree like i just don't like seeing how people like i guess they don't take depression depression as seriously anymore because you see like oh i'm depressed and all that and I don't, I, I don't think that's okay. They should be more serious about it because it can lead to bad things. There's the stigma of quote unquote, seeming as if you're weaker for feeling a certain way or having certain feelings. And that definitely leads to you trying to tell yourself you're okay. But sometimes the more you tell yourself that you are okay, the deeper and deeper into sadness and a poor mental health state you can be, or you can get into. Um, a new term that I just learned was about toxic positivity. So a lot of times you'll tell yourself, I'm fine, I'll get through this, it's okay, without actually realizing what the problem is. And if you don't know what the problem is, there's no way you can fix it. There's no way, no way you can solve it. It's like, giving a math problem to someone but you don't tell them at all what the problem is you just expect them to know the answer and it to be correct you know so you have to identify with your feelings don't tell yourself it's okay when sometimes it's not okay do you feel as we're experiencing this pandemic i mean we we 
read the news, we hear everybody saying, hey, it's, it's becoming even this, this piece around wellness, mental health, depression, it's, it's, on the, it's escalating. What are your thoughts around that? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you hearing at school around uh, mental health and, and wellness increasing? I definitely think during this pandemic, um, like a lot of people have been realizing their own mental health and that like a lot of, there's been like a rise in like depression and stuff because like you're not getting that human connection that you need. Cause like us as humans, like we're meant to like have friends, like that's how we stay happy. But if we are isolated and we can't meet anyone, it just, it doesn't help like at all. Agreed. Sorry, but we are social beings and like, I do think that being social beings, you know, like we think, oh, if everybody's doing it, it's okay. So on the other side of the spectrum, something I noticed during the pandemic is if someone was sad, they would say, oh, well, everyone's going through this, so it's fine. But it's still not okay, even though everyone's going through it, it still hurts and you can still try and fix that problem. And I feel like a lot of people now they're on social media more and they think it's the same thing as like being talking to people like in person, but it's not because you just, you get addicted to social media and that's you, you're there more often, your expectations are different and nobody's on there talking to you about mental health. You're just watching different things. If you're like with somebody in person, they can tell you've been acting like a little different. If they're your real friends, they're going to tell you you're acting a little different. Do you want to talk about it? And that's just something that's really lacking right now because of the pandemic. I, I yeah. Go, sorry, go, Ashley. Okay, I definitely agree with Brenda. Um, I feel like social media is definitely like detrimental to people's mental health because I feel like the more you're on social media, the more you think other people are living a better life and you're judging yourself more. And I don't think that you should compare yourself to others and comparing yourself to others definitely does have an effect. I personally think the problem has always been there. Like, you know, I think social media just amplified it and reached a lot more people and put a lot more pressure onto it. Um, You know, the interconnectivity of our era, of our generation has just made it so much easier for people to see that others are suffering. And there's this good TikTok I was reminded, well, it's not good, but um, there's this TikTok I was reminded of. It's the audio that's like, what's something that's a scam? but that Americans have been accustomed to thinking is normal. And I don't know why all of us think that depression and anxiety and suffering a traumatic childhood is part of like life. Like who accustomed us to think that was normal? I personally, like I'm thinking back to it now and I'm like, why does someone have to have a traumatic childhood to be like, I had a traumatic childhood, like period. Like, no, why are you making that normal? Like. Ma'am, you need to go seek some help. Please talk to someone. <laughs> so that, that's a, that's an interesting point because you know we're, we're having this rich discussion, and you know I'm hearing I'm hearing uh, Nyla saying if, if we are feeling sad, go with it, right? Don't don't fight it. If that's the way you're feeling, then then experience that. Don't deny it. Um, and then when would you say you know when you have people that maybe they do need professional help. Maybe they need to seek out some counseling. 
I mean, what are your thoughts around that? And how would we, I mean, can we get people to counseling if they need it? That's the hard part because you, it's so, you can't really help someone and even yourself. There's no way to help yourself or others if you don't recognize the problem. You can't tell someone to go get an x-ray on your broken arm if they don't think that they have a broken arm. You can't tell someone to go get glasses if they think they have perfect eyesight. You have to recognize the problem to fix the problem personally or with helping someone else. You can't make someone do something they don't want to do, especially if they don't see that there is an issue. Uh, like Brenda said, like if you're acting different, your friends can bring that up or say, hey, are you okay? And then maybe that's a step you can take to helping your friend get some help, but you can't force them. It's a it's an in, it's an intricate process, and it takes steps to get there. So I agree with Nyla. Like this, the whole process of getting help and helping others is really a voluntary step. And we spoke to a psychologist before we got onto this webinar and um, talked about the different topics that we're talking today. And she recommended, you know, there's, I know there's a stigma around psychologists, but really they're there to help you. And just because one doesn't work doesn't mean that the next won't. And, you know, all of us internally, even if we don't recognize it, can be junior psychologists, you know, helping friends through problems, even if you don't have the basic grasp of what they're going through or you will never experience it. People need to be supported through their problems. And sometimes it's this feeling of helplessness that keeps people from going to seek help. Like, no one's gonna understand what I'm going through. No one's gonna know. This is so stupid. Like, why are you gonna make me go do this? Hmm. You have to encourage your friends to seek it out voluntarily and see for themselves that people are going through the same things and that it's okay to not be okay, like Nyla puts it. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to feel sad, but you have to talk it out with someone. Let someone else carry those stones that are bringing you down. Let somebody else carry the stones. That's somebody else being a, a counselor, therapist. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah, that's good. That's if, good. If you need help, seek for it, please. Like it is something that you do not want to let get out of control. Feelings, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and tell you to control them but I know how hard it is to control them. They're crazy, especially during the teen years. It's essentially hard. I don't know if any one of you can relate, but seek the help if you need it. Yes, and like so, like you said, like people feel like it's just them going through things by themselves, but like you're, you're not going through this by yourself. And if you need help, you have to get the help because the only way to get better is to take a step forward and recognize your feelings and talk about it it's, and look for resources too. Because if you feel like you're not doing, you have to recognize your own feelings first is what I'm trying to say. And once you recognize that you're not the same person anymore and you're sad about it, you have to talk to someone about that and they're not gonna do you any harm. They're gonna help you out. And like um, I said before, if that person isn't working or they're not good, then the next person will help you out good yeah so team i'd love to hear your thoughts on um what are some concrete tips 
you might suggest for people who, who may not yet be um, choosing professional help yet, but what are some, uh, what's the word, self-care, some wellness tips you would suggest to your peers? I mean, we always hear the one about being gentle with yourself, be nice to yourself, right? Don't beat ourselves up. I think that's a, that's a, a good start off. Um, what else might you suggest, team? I would say identify first with the feeling and then do things that make you happy. I understand that sometimes it's hard to figure out what makes you happy whenever you are feeling really down. But if that is the problem, talk to someone that really does boost you up, someone that you care a lot about or someone you know that cares a lot about you and do things together and then go from there. Nice. I would say exercising might help, you know, even if you don't like working out, just going on a walk sometimes or on days that you feel like it's nice outside. Maybe not leave your phone behind, but just try and not be on your phone as you're going outside and distract yourself. Maybe if you play basketball or if you haven't tried basketball, try basketball, uh, soccer, just kicking the ball around like it my clear uh, clear your thoughts you know for a little bit so i heard exercise right i think we all understand the importance of healthy nutrition sleep mm -hmm. yeah maybe not being on your phone but an hour i think before you go to bed is really good read a book instead and also replace like the bad food habits you have with better options and drink more water that's always very important I think you should also just like try to focus on yourself and not on others and um, like try to better yourself in like the littlest ways. Right. As opposed to like comparing yourself to someone else, just try to work on yourself, you know, and not necessarily don't care about anyone else, but put yourself first. And of course, if someone needs help, you can help them. But at the end of the day, you can only help someone if you're okay. I like what Nyla brought up, like it's easy to get caught up in other people's troubles and mistakes and forget about yourself. You know, I, you know, for a lot of us, we don't even realize that we're not okay. Like it's okay to not be okay if you're not okay, but you have to be proactive in realizing your own feelings and soaking them in. Like don't soak them into the point where it's going to break you but soak it into the point where you can still wring that cloth out and be like, okay, let's tackle this. Let me see what I have to do to really figure out what my problem is and how I can address it. I think it's also important too to remember that, you know, um, there's people that want to help you. There's people that even if they don't know you, they will sit down and talk with you. They'll sit down and try to help you find the answer to your problem. And they won't tell you what to do. It'll be a self-realization moment for you to know that you had the answer all along. You just have to take a moment to take a deep breath, think about it, and find the answer within yourself. You know, I was coming into this topic today, I'm thinking, man, this is, this, I, was, I wasn't sure where this was gonna go. You know, I was a little, uh, this is a heavy topic, a heavy subject. And, and you guys, this team, you, I don't say you simplified it, but you made it a lot clearer for me what we can be doing for ourselves. 
you know, the, the part about uh, recognizing our feelings, going to the feelings is huge, but you just made it very um, concrete and doable as far as what we can do for ourselves. So team, is there any final thought before we, uh, we sign off? I, I do. If anyone wants to go first, I just have one final thought that I'll give the floor to someone else if they want to go first. Uh, I'll go first real quick. So I've, I have had friends that say they like to keep things bottled up until they forget about, about it or whatever their emotions are. I just want to say that if you feel the same way, don't do that. There is like there are people that will listen to you. Don't ever think keeping things bottled up inside is going to be healthy ever because you're just you're experiencing things alone that you don't have to experience alone. There are other people out there that will that are going through the same thing. And if they're not, they have a good way of helping you deal with it. I kind of think of it as like a volcano, like if you keep everything in, you're going to like burst like you're not gonna forget about it like you might for like a while but like it'll still be like you'll still know and all the problem problems will still be there uh well nyla do you have anything else to add no i'm just listening i feel this is it's really deep um honestly like i said toxic positivity is a thing and you have to realize and recognize and identify with how you feel it is okay to not be okay and when it isn't okay you can get help there's help for you if not in one place definitely another yeah i i agree with what nyla said and what ashna and brenda has said you know this is a really important and sensitive topic that we as a society need to open ourselves up to and realize that you know psychology is a science it's not a simple cookie cutter that you can say oh you're depressed go have this or oh you have anxiety go have this like it really is a process that involves not only psychologists and people that want to know more it involves all of us as a society it involves your friends your family your significant other, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your your peer at school, your peer at work. This is a team effort. And I think a lot of adults and teens and people that just have never had anyone that has had mental problems around them, forget that even the simplest of us and even the highest of us suffer through these things. And we cannot ignore it or act like it's just a get over yourselves. Like it's, you'll be fine. Like, don't think about it. Like there really is, like, I hate to say it, a problem. Like, it's not just something you can get out of your mind. And we as a society, at least I think, and I feel we need to work towards acceptance and towards guidance on psychology and identifying that it is a real problem. Well, team, once again, I just wanted to thank you for sharing your, your wisdom, your insights, Thank you for providing hope for some people who feel are feeling hopeless. Um, like I said, it was a tough topic and you guys just made this feel very seamless and natural. So great job today. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you guys down the road. Everybody else, stay safe, take care. Thanks a lot. Team, let's recap what we heard today. First of all, unfortunately, there's a negative bias around the word mental health. 
Some people have an inaccurate mindset that if you're dealing with a mental health challenge that you're weak. You need to be more positive and overcome these negative feelings. Secondly, the team talked about toxic positivity. It's a term for people who choose to ignore their feelings and just stay positive. If we do not address the real challenge and mask it with positivity, it will become toxic. Remember, feelings are feelings. We need to recognize and address the issue. Thirdly, the importance of seeking out professional help. Psychology is a science and we should be looking to a professional to provide support to help us so we aren't carrying the big rocks. Let the professional take some of the weight off us through listening, reflecting, and offering professional support. Reality checks time. First and foremost, the one message we need to express loud and clear when it comes to mental health and wellness, there's no substitute for professional help. Talking with a therapist or a counselor is the best decision we can make for ourselves. Around wellness, we need to take time for ourselves, identify and recognize our feelings. As the team shared, feelings are feelings and they're not linear. Let's continue to focus on what we can influence and not worry about things we can't control. Meditation, breathing exercises, sleep, healthy eating habits, all will have positive benefits dealing with wellness. Let's be gentle with ourselves and continue to strive to improve. Until next week, let's talk. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to Reality Talks on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify, and leave a review or comment. We'd love to hear from you.